Hi, my name is John, and this is Truth Tuesday. You know, one of the things I love to do is I love to play sports. And all growing up, I, I played soccer, I played baseball, I ran cross country there for a little while. I, I did all kinds of sports. And now, as I've gotten older and I don't play sports as often, I enjoy watching other people play sports, whether it's my college football team or a professional team or whatever it might be. Sometimes I will just sit down and just look for anything, any kind of sport that there might be. In fact, the other day, there, there was cricket on. I know nothing about cricket, but I decided to turn it on because guess what? It was a sport. I had zero rooting interest. I had zero idea of what was even going on. I know there's the little pegs in the back and you got to hit it with the ball and the guys were those hockey players shin pads. I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I was intrigued by it. And I think one of the reasons I've always been intrigued by sports is because of the team aspect and the unity that is needed within it. You know, when you when you play with a team on a sports team, you you have to be united. And even some of the sports that are the most, you know, individualistic like baseball, you know, you don't have multiple people going up to bat at once. But even if you are going up to bat, then you still have to play in such a way that sets up the rest of your team. Well, you know, there's a lot of guys who get up to bat and they're just thinking about hitting a home run. And that has always frustrated me. Now, if you're not a baseball fan, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Or maybe you, you do and you're like, John, how does this relate to, to truth and to God and all those different things? Well, here's, here's where I'm getting at. Is just like how baseball teams or soccer teams or football teams, whatever it might be, just like how they need to be united in their goal of accomplishing what they need to accomplish, because every team has a different strategy, but they have to accomplish that strategy in order to win. We as the church need to be united in what we are trying to do to win as well. And the Bible actually gives us some clear guidelines of what will happen when we are unified. And I don't think that's something we always think about. You know, what will happen if we are unified? You know, is it just a nice idea that we can all get along and come in on Sunday morning and nobody is is upset with each other? But, you know, the Bible is pretty strict about getting along and being unified and, and having unity amongst one another. And in fact, Jesus devotes part of his prayer before he dies on the cross, before he is arrested and goes to die on the cross, he devotes a portion of his prayer to praying that you and I, believers today, future believers that the disciples would influence, that the apostles would influence through their teachings after Jesus' death, that you and I would be unified. And it's a prayer that doesn't oftentimes get talked a lot about, but every Easter I think about it. Every Easter, whether it's before Easter or I think about it after Easter, I think about it. And I think about the unity that is required, that God tells us is required for his message to be spread. So I want to read a part of that prayer today. And we're going to start at verse 20. In John chapter 17, verse 20, it starts here. Jesus says, my prayer is not for them alone. He's talking about the disciples because he just got done praying for them. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, through the disciples' message. So you and I, this is where he's praying for us. That all of them may be one. 
Father, just as you and me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that, and that's an important part because remember in scripture, whenever Jesus or Paul or somebody says, so that, it's so that something can become accomplished. They're praying for something and something else will be accomplished. So what is Jesus praying will become accomplished when we are unified? Here's what he says, so that the world may believe that you, you being God, have sent me, me being Jesus, that the world may believe that you have sent me. So why, why be unified there? Jesus said it's, it's so that others may believe that God sent Jesus, that, that by us being unified, by us getting along, by us being together, that we would be able to be unified and bring others along to understand that God sent Jesus. So when you unite with other believers, not just the people in your church, but just other believers in general, you are confirming Jesus with those who don't believe. You are confirming that Jesus was indeed sent by God. Now, we may not exactly understand how this happens, but the scriptures tell us that it happens. And I tend to believe the scriptures because in my life, they've proven to be right every single time. Now let's move on a little bit more because Jesus has some more to pray about. The later part of verse 21, it says, I have given them the glory that you gave me, them, them being us, and that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, so that, here we go again, so that, so he's given us glory so that we can be in him like he is in him, right? So that they may be brought to complete unity, right? Giving us glory as well as, as Jesus and God having glory. So that way, none of us can be on top of one another and say, oh, I'm greater than this person or, or I'm greater than them. But, but that all of us are equal, have been given the same amount of glory so that none of us can feel like we are above somebody else. And he goes on to say, then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. You see, you are given, given glory to align with God and that no one is greater, so that no one is greater than anyone else. Now, obviously, God is always greater, but all of us have been given the same num- amount of glory from God so that none of us are greater than anybody else. No pastor, no minister, no elder, no man, no woman, no child, no nobody is greater than anybody else because we have all, as believers, been given glory from God. Moving on to verse 24, verses 24 through 26. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory. The glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Here's what starts to get good. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you. And they know that you have sent me. And I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Now, there's a lot of glory and I in them and they in me and you sent me. There's a lot of that there and it can kind of get confusing after a little while. And sometimes it's a little hard to read if you heard me there. But at the end of the day, I think the message is this. That our unity 
is a remedy for the loss. That you and I being united with one another is a remedy for those who are lost and don't know Christ. And that, in fact, Jesus tells us that when you and I are united, that when you and I find common ground, that when you and I decide that we follow Jesus is the most important thing, and if we disagree on anything else, that's okay because we still follow Jesus, that you and I being united confirms that Jesus was sent. You see, you and I get along so others can come along in their faith. And that's a pretty, pretty big ask, right? Because it's not easy to get along with other people. I myself have a hard time getting along with every single person I meet. But I pray about it, I work on it, and I try to do my best. And I would pray each and every day that you would be united with other believers. Work with them love them, try to find common ground with them, whether your disagreement is something political or something about sports. Find unity and understand that we as believers are all following Jesus and trying to help others to follow him as well. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great Tuesday.